Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. What a Monday show we have for you today. A weekend full of news to cover. And we'll be joined in the third hour by Kent Heckenlively, the author uh, who helped Alex write the new book, The Great Awakening, the follow-up to The Great Reset. Last week I was kind of complaining that it was, it was kind of a slow news week, not a lot happening. Well, this weekend made up for it. Good Lord, do we have a lot to cover. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch. For Monday, the 17th of July, 2023, biggest news over the weekend, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. airs bigoted new COVID conspiracy theory about Jews and Chinese. That's the headline from the New York Times. A conspiracy-filled rant by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. that the COVID-19 virus was engineered to spare Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people has stirred accusations of anti-Semitism and racism in the Democrat candidate's long-shot run for president. I know Alex talked about this a little bit. I'm sure you've heard a lot about this. Well, we've, we've done the research. We did a deep dive. We will cover the very beginning of this show, not just the truth about what Robert F. Kennedy said, the absurd reaction to it. Uh, we'll really break it down for you, showing you not only the scientific study that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was referencing, but information going back decades showing that this is a very real and dangerous concept, ethnic-specific bioweapons. Literally decades. We'll show you. Stay tuned for that. Meanwhile, Janet Yellen says Ukraine aid is the best boost for the global economy. Yellen, speaking on the sidelines of a G20 finance minister summit in India, said a key priority was to redouble our support for Ukraine in its defense against Russia, saying that was the single best way to aid the global economy. U.S. Secretary uh, Janet Yellen said Sunday, along with boosting emerging economies and tackling debt distress. Uh, The economy's not... Not doing too great? I know what we need. More war. You know what's great for the economy? Bombs. Bombs are great for the economy. One-time use, you know. Uh, You can actually fabricate the demand uh, at the drop of a hat. Really incredible stuff. Of course, she also apparently ate magic mushrooms this weekend. Does that have something to do with it? She just... She just tripping balls, just eating magic mushrooms and starting wars. Usually magic mushrooms have the opposite effect on people. Janet Yellen may be a a unique case in this. I don't know if I've ever met anybody who's eaten psychedelic mushrooms and come out being like, whoa, we're all one, bro. And also we should bomb ourselves. We are the Ukrainians and they are us and the Russians are us too. We're all one super organism of the universe experiencing itself. But we need to kill each other. But we need bombs and more war. I don't know. Kind of a weird reaction, in my opinion. We'll get into that later as well. Meanwhile, Britain on lockdown alert as new killer virus, which kills 40% of victims, certain to reach UK. Britain has been warned it could face another COVID-style lockdown when a killer new virus sweeping Europe reaches the UK. The Crimean Congo hemorrhagic, hemorrhagic fever CCFHF, which kills between 10 and 40% of people infected, has been identified as a major threat to world health. But human-to-human transmission is uh, occurring of this. It's sweeping through Europe, 
and up to 3 billion people are now at risk. There is no vaccine for this. Of course, the speculation is that could this be laying the groundwork, the preliminary action being taken in order to cover up the mass amounts of vaccine deaths that we expect to be rolling in over the next little while? Could this be them preparing another false flag virus to blame all of the deaths on since the increase of deaths is becoming undeniable and the vaccine is killing everybody? Maybe they need a new disease to blame it all on. That's the speculation. We'll get more into it. Justin Trudeau blames American right wing for Muslims opposing LGBTQ curriculum. That's right. It's our fault. It's not the Muslims. It's it's our fault the Muslims are that way. James Kirkpatrick on Twitter says, notice the framing. The Muslims who don't want their kids castrating themselves are actually the people interfering. But because they're presumably non-white and therefore lack agency, it must be the American right wing. It's Monday, July 17th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. All right, welcome back, folks. Finishing up with our daily dispatch here, a freight train has derailed in White Marsh Township, Pennsylvania. They say no known hazards, but apparently, I don't know exactly what this means, but level two biohazard units have been uh, deployed there. So apparently there was some sort of hazardous material uh, leaking as a result of this train derailment. Just, the, I don't know, the 10th time this has happened this year alone. A little bit suspicious, a little bit head-scratching. What exactly is going on there? We'll bring you, uh, this is a breaking news story, so we'll bring you any updates that we find on it, but the latest is that hazmat level 2 teams have been deployed to deal with that situation. Also, we'll as we look into this, we'll do a little follow-up into the uh, East Palestine train derailment as there has been some some new updates to that showing that the explosion of those hazardous materials creating the toxic cloud over all of Ohio, not necessary, apparently. We'll get into that. Finally, our last story is this. Traveler's headstone removed, not yet replaced. This is Robert E. Lee's horse, Traveler. There's a headstone for Traveler placed over 50 years ago during the internment of Robert E. Lee's favorite horse, uh, but it was removed and destroyed this morning. Uh, this was written on June 14th, 2023. Uh, university officials not yet provided a reasoning for the removals, although they informed the spectator on June 12th that the columns post on chapel exhibits would be uh, forthcoming. Unlike the previous plaques, Traveler's Headstone is expected to be replaced on site. It's not yet clear what the new marker will say, but as of close of business hours Friday, nothing had been added to the site. So it was just, you can find a picture of this. It was a nice little uh, tombstone, just honoring a, a good boy, just honoring a, a a brave little horse that did his duty and helped carry one of the greatest men of the 19th century, Robert E. Lee. And I just included that in the Daily Dispatch just to remind you that people who claim to be the side of love and progressivism and all of the wonderful things in the world have a vindictive, hateful streak that spares no one, even horses, even animals, even cute little pets that have no responsibility for what the humans who own them did. Uh, it doesn't matter. It all must be destroyed. It all must be erased. It all must be torn up and eradicated in their pursuit of just totalitarian mindlessness. 
It's absolutely insane. Absolutely and utterly completely insane. One of the coolest parts about the Civil War was the horses. I mean, is there any other culture that has such respect for we still know the name of alexander the great's horse dude lived like three thousand years ago bucephalus like we have heroic horses in our cultural history traveler is one of them uh you're probably not gonna see a monument to uh stonewall jackson's horse because it's kind of his horse's his horse's fault that he died horse got spooked and tried to run away from gunfire and ended up he couldn't get a hold of him, couldn't get control of him, and ended up being shot by his own men. Tragic story in uh, the Civil War, but I don't know. You, you got to have something wrong with you, I think, to like have some sort of festering hatred, some sort of desire to desecrate the grave of a horse from 200 years ago. Like, what is wrong with you people? Again, just illustrating that like, not only do these people not have any forgiveness or like human spirit in their heart, it extends all the way to the to the animals. They're, they're willing to desecrate an animal's corpse just to, I don't know, feel good about themselves, which is so weird because the people who were actually in the combat and actually fought Robert E. Lee's forces, had like their arms taken off because of Robert E. Lee's actions, didn't have as much ill will towards Robert E. Lee as like people in this country whose families arrived a generation ago. It's, it's very bizarre and kind of troubling, a psychological reality that really tells you a lot about how we got to where we are now. That's it. That's our Daily Dispatch, today's Daily Dispatch, which, of course, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com. Take advantage of the Patriot Pride Month sale. July is Patriot Pride Month, and we're celebrating it by giving you massive discounts Across the spectrum there on InfoWarsStore.com, whether it's the air filters, the water filters, the supplements, all of it on sale right now at InfoWarsStore.com with double Patriot points as well for our loyal audience. So let's get into the top story over this weekend. That is the very objectionable claims made by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. The problem with them, however, is that they're accurate, true, and real. So we'll start by just listening to the statement itself. This was apparently a statement that RFK Jr. made at a private dinner. It was recorded and secretly recorded and then published in the New York Post and has been framed in the most bizarrely dishonest way. And even RFK Jr. in his defense of this is like giving credence to the claims of anti-Semitism when in reality – he should just ignore those claims and just keep talking about the actual scientific study that was put forward. So we'll get into it. We're going to get into both the claim, the reality of the claim, the reaction to this claim. We'll really break it down, go through it with a fine-tooth comb. But let's begin by just looking at the statement itself. This is clip number 16. RFK Jr. says COVID-19 is targeted to attack Caucasians and black people. Let's watch. But the, 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 the races that are most immune to COVID-19 are because of the, of the structure of the, of, um, the genetic structure, of, uh, genetic differentials among different races of the, um, of the receptors, of the ACE2 receptor. Um, COVID-19 is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and uh, and. Uh, and uh, black people. 
the people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and, uh, and Chinese. And but not, we don't know whether it was deliberately targeted that or not, but there are. So there you go. He says COVID-19, the people, the races it targets are black people and Caucasians, and those most immune are Chinese and Ashkenazi Jews. Now, it doesn't mean that they're totally immune and that it can't affect them. It just means they're less likely to come down with the disease, whereas white people and black people are more likely because of their genetic disposition. This was reported in the New York Post with this headline. RFK Jr. says COVID might have been ethnically targeted to spare Jews. What a, what a dishonest reading right off the jump. Right off the bat, we have a extremely uh, like purposefully designed selection of what RFK Jr. said. So again, they take, again, a truthful statement. And we'll show you the scientific study where he was getting this information. He posted it, and we printed it, and we can look at it. But he also, you know, he mentions the Chinese. He mentions that, you know, black people and white people are both sort of equally likely to get it. According to this uh, study, the study is actually called New Insights into Genetic Susceptibility of COVID-19 and ACE2 and TMPRSS2 Polymorphism Analysis. And again, we'll, we'll get into this in just a second, but it says without any vagary exactly what, uh, what RFK Jr. says, but then the the title is specifically designed to outrage Jewish people and to bring about claims of anti-Semitism, as that's the only part they highlight. They say Democratic presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy dished out a wild COVID-19 conspiracy theory this weekend at a press conference at a press event at an Upper East Side restaurant, claiming the bug was genetically engineered bioweapon that may have been ethnically targeted to spare Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people. Kennedy floated the idea during a question and answer portion of a raucous booze and heart filled dinner. It's just what? What type of is this? Sorry, this is the New York Post. This is journalism. This is weird. Disgusting, actually. Again, COVID-19, there's an argument that it was ethnically targeted. So here are some things we know about COVID-19. We know that COVID-19 leaked from a lab. We know that it was genetically designed, not a naturally occurring phenomenon, but only came about because of human intervention and manipulating the genetic structure of the virus that originated in uh, cave bats somewhere. So we know that to be true. We also know to be true that it actually target some ethnicities more than others. Now, those two things are true. Do they have to do with one another? Yeah, probably they do. And we'll get into it on the other side. Two of our best-selling nootropics, or brain boosters, are now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And for a limited time, they're 50% off when you get them together or 40% off when you get them individually. Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. Two separate formulas. They both give you good, clean energy without the crash. One is a four to six hour good base of clean energy, again, with no hangover or letdown. And the other is a very special proprietary formula. That's Brain Force Ultra that hits really, really quick. And I love it. It wears off in two to three hours. So if I've got to work at night, but don't want to stay up all night, I can take it and say nine o'clock at night. Got to stay up till midnight working, doing a radio interview or something. And boom, or, or, or writing an article or writing a book. And then I get... Two, three hours of energy, and then you go right to bed after it. Brain Force Ultra, Brain Force Plus, both 50% off by themselves or 40% off individually. 
A lot of people love these products. They've got five-star reviews. But if you haven't tried them, you really should. 50% off InfoWarsStore.com. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical-slash-supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s statement over the weekend. Caused, caused a lot of controversy. Again, the New York Post article says RFK Jr. says COVID may have been ethnically targeted to spare Jews, cherry-picking certain parts of what he said and taking them out of uh, context in order to rile up the Jews, I guess. Really kind of absurd. Of course, we see this happen all the time in America, not just with Jews, but with like racism in general. Some things are just factual. You can point out statistical reality about things like crime rates by race, and people take that as being racist, as if just recognizing reality somehow means that you believe that because black people have a higher crime rate, they're genetically disposed to it and incapable of living as a civilized race. It's just like, no, that's absurd. Some things are just true. Some statistics are just what they are. I mean, you can look into it, and if you want to actually solve some of the problems with, you know, some of these uh, cultures or, or whatever it is, then you have to actually use the facts. You have to actually confront the facts. So again, we, we go over this over, you know, so often, but this is one of those things where it just is true. I don't know what to tell you other than they've done the studies and what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was referencing uh, is borne out by the evidence. Of course, that's not the way it's being treated, and you have to wonder how much this has to do with Robert F. Kennedy's surging popularity and whether they you know, decided it's time. Launch, launch the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is an anti-Semite uh, talking point to keep him on his heels and, and you know, constantly defending himself against these fabricated claims. And he seems to be kind of falling for it a little bit. In fact, his response to the New York Post article goes like this. The New York Post story is mistaken. I never have ever suggested the COVID-19 virus was targeted to spare Jews. I accurately pointed out during an off-the-record conversation that the U.S. and other governments are developing ethnically targeted bioweapons and that 
a 2021 study of the COVID-19 virus shows the COVID-19 appears to disproportionately affect certain races since the Furin Cleave docking site is most compatible with blacks and Caucasians and least compatible with ethnic Chinese, Finns, and Ashkenazi Jews. In that sense, it serves as a kind of proof of concept for an ethnically targeted bioweapon. I do not believe and never imply that the ethnic effect was deliberately engineered. And then he links the study, and we'll get to the study in just a second, but actually we have a video uh, from the authors of the study, again, echoing exactly what Robert F. Kennedy said. We'll go now to clip number 14. Here is the people who actually carried out the study, explaining it and themselves using the words Ashkenazi Jews. Let's watch. From this vaccine, what do we find out about the spike protein? The spike protein turns out that it's very specific to humans. There's ACE2 pathways both in sperm and in the human ovary. This talks about genetic susceptibility of the virus, meaning that this thing is racially specific. So if you're looking at ovaries, I, I'm going to tell you, this, this is not something that everybody wants to talk about. But if you're looking at somebody's ovaries, here's the way it's going to go, that your genetic susceptibility goes up by race. And it's if you're African black, you have a 39 percent upregulation of your of your ACE2 pathways. Whites and non-African blacks, like so Caucasians from Europe, it's a 54% upregulation. And then, for some reason, Ashkenazi Jews and Amish have zero upregulation. Oh, my God. He's saying the Amish engineered this virus to kill non-Amish people? No, it's completely ridiculous. But again, th- those are the people that actually carried out the study, explaining it, using the term Ashkenazi Jews. The reason I am harping on the fact that they themselves use the term Ashkenazi Jews is because the New York Times lies about this in their article. They say the, the study he linked to, published in July 2020, early in the pandemic before effective treatments had emerged, made no reference to Chinese people as more receptive to the virus, nor did it speak of, of targeting the virus. It said one, one particular receptor of the virus appeared not to be present in Amish and Ashkenazi Jews. So again, uh, they do... What the heck? Oh my God. See... This is the issue. They literally changed this paragraph. As I'm reading it, I'm like, wait, this is different than what I read earlier. We actually have a screenshot of, of what it originally said here from Benjamin Ryan. This is so crazy. I hate when they do this. Like, there's no, there's no note here that says, like, oh, we updated it to uh, actually tell the truth instead of the lie that we originally wrote. This is what happens. I read a story. I'm like, oh, that part's really good. I print it out the next day. And it's a different, it's entirely different story. It says different stuff. Okay, so what it says now actually comports with what we just showed you, that it does make uh, reference to the Ashkenazi Jews and them not having a particular uh, receptor. What it originally said when I originally read this story was this. The study he linked made no reference to Ashkenazi Jews and his conclusions were roundly dismissed by scientists. Again, it's just... It's what we're dealing with, this information war. It's like New York Times writes an article that lies, then it just like quietly corrects it without mentioning the correction. So all the people who read it before think it's still, you know, what it originally said. It's just it's very frustrating trying to deal with all of this and having them literally changing the articles that you're reading in real time. Really incredible stuff. So everybody got infuriated at this. Everybody in the mainstream media, started lying about it and claiming anti-Semitism. So let's take a look at, you know, some of uh, the reality of the situation. In fact, we'll start with the 
actual study itself from bmcmedicine.biomedcentral.com. New insights into genetic susceptibility of COVID-19 and ACE2 and TMPRSS2 polymorphism analysis. Coronavirus 19 caused by severe acute respiratory syndrome. Coronavirus 2 has now been confirmed worldwide, yet COVID-19 is a strangely and tragically selective. Morbidity and mortality due to COVID-19 rise dramatically with age and coexisting health conditions, including cancer and cardiovascular disease. Human genetic factors may contribute to the extremely high transmissibility of SARS-CoV-2 and the relentlessly progressive disease observed in a small but significant portion of infected individuals, but those factors are largely unknown. And... I'm not going to read this because it has all these little code words that would take forever to read. Uh, but essentially, it does show that s- there are certain genetic uh, qualities that some races have that make them more likely to be susceptible to this, whereas other races have a, a, a seeming innate uh, immunity to some of these things. Now, in the New York Times article and others, a lot of people are. M- making the point that this is an absurd thing for Robert F. Kennedy, an absurd claim for him to make, because Ashkenazi Jews are, are not genetically unique. It's a weird claim to make. It just flies in the face of everything anybody says ever. Which is so funny. I mean, I saw, I saw tweets about this too, people going, um, Judaism is a religion, not a race. And it's like, really? Because Whoopi Goldberg almost got fired from The View for saying that. Seems like People get really mad if you say that Judaism isn't a race. But now here they're saying, no, actually Ashkenazi Jews, is, is, they're not a race. They don't exist. But of course they do. Otherwise, like, why would Israel have DNA tests to make sure that you're actually a Jew? And we'll cover that on the other side. And we'll show you the proof, overabundance of proof, that not only are ethnic-specific weapons real... They have been for decades. Infowarsstore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee, another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell it for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds, give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep, and it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. We'll finish up our coverage of the RFK Jr. anti-Semitism saga here in this segment, and then uh, move on to some of the other stories. Big weekend for politics with the TPUSA event that took place. 
Tucker Carlson making major waves. A lot of stuff happened this weekend. We'll try to get to all of it before welcoming our guest, Kent Heckenlively, in studio, the author of The Great Awakening, uh, helping Alex Jones to write that new bombshell book. Uh, now, I believe, available for pre-order at Amazon.com. So, again, we're, let's just do some myth-busting here. RFK Jr., again, referenced a scientific study, perfectly valid. Nobody, You'll never see in any of these stories them actually going to the scientific study and explaining how it's wrong or comes to the wrong conclusions. I mean, he doesn't even make real conclusions as in this was a bioweapon engineered specifically for this reason. It just says, according to the data that we've collated, here are the groups of people that are more susceptible. Here are the groups of people that are less susceptible. Here's the genetic aspect of them that makes them more or less susceptible. Everybody knows this is true. People who want to deny the biological reality of race can't contend with things like sickle cell or you know other just genetic factors. And this was known very, very early on in the COVID pandemic. I remember before the mainstream media even knew what COVID was, we were hearing things about the uh, about the ACE2 receptors in people's lungs, that the coronavirus binds to ACE2 receptors. Some races have a higher preponderance of the ACE2 receptors while others don't. Uh, and originally this was thought that, because again, this was before COVID had even spread to like Italy, like this was super early on. And people were saying, no, Caucasians are immune to this because we don't have the ACE2 receptors that Chinese people do. I mean, there was information about this super, super early on in the pandemic, and it's been a topic of discussion ever since. This study that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was referencing and then later links in his uh, tweet response explained it even more thoroughly. But again, that's just one of the one of the myths is that this is impossible, that this is, can't possibly happen, the diseases don't differentiate between races, like every race is equally susceptible to every disease. That's obviously not true, just from basic medical knowledge. That's a myth that can be dis- disregarded outright. Another myth would be that there's no such thing as bioengineered weapons, diseases acting as weapons. That's an again, an obvious reality that that is happening and has happened for decades, and we'll get to that in just a second. But another kind of strange claim being made is that there's no such thing as genetically pure Ashkenazi Jews, that like they are not a separate race from anybody and that they're really just Caucasians. That's just not true. I'm, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, and I'm not the one that's telling you this. We'll get to that in just a second. But the New York Times even makes this claim when they say the idea that Ashkenazi Jews are somehow separate from Caucasians has fueled deadly bigotry for centuries. And the conspiracy of Jewish immunity from tragedy has been a part of anti-Semitic attacks as far back as the Black Plague and as recently as the terrorist attacks of September 11th, 2001, which is a a strange thing to reference considering that that attack wasn't a disease. The Black Plague was, obviously, and you can look back in history at that. And you can see arguments on, on both sides, essentially. Some saying that, uh, you know, the Jews were responsible for the Black Plague. Other people saying, well, the Jews just have this, like, ceremonial cleansing that they do that helped them to avoid infection. And that's what caused them to not be affected by the plague while Caucasians were. That actually kind of makes sense. When you go to September 11, 2001, it's like, what does that have to do with disease? Absolutely nothing. I think. I think our audience probably knows about that. But again, that's New York Times essentially saying that there is no such thing as genetically Ashkenazi Jews. It just doesn't exist. 
is their claim. That's an, that's an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. Well, somebody should tell the Israeli court, because this is a story from January 27th, 2020. Israeli court upholds DNA testing to prove Judaism. The much derided and controversial discipline of using DNA to prove one's race, religion, and nationality has been upheld by the Israeli high court following a legal challenge to its use to determine to, to the determination of Jewishness. They say Israel's matrimonial law, which is religious, not civil, has also meant that the couples are required to prove their Jewishness through DNA testing if their heritage is in doubt. In Israel, Jews can marry Jews, but intermarriage with Muslims or Christians is not permitted. And so you actually have to do a DNA test to prove your Judaism to get certain things in Israel, to uh, marry each other, you, you get tested, in order to participate in the Aliyah or whatever it's called, where you go and actually become a citizen of Israel, uh, you have to take a DNA test sometimes if you can't prove your you know, genetic descendants. So again, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's not anti-Semitic. It's literally the Israeli law that there is a unique genetic strain of Judaism, and you can actually test for it using DNA tests, and that actually has a legal basis in Israel. So that's a myth that can just be, again, completely dis- disregarded. It's a, it's a myth that Jews are genetically different. And again, it's like, which is it? Because here you've got the New York Times saying there's no such – Jews are not a unique race. And you've got Whoopi Goldberg she's almost losing her job at The View and facing a boycott from the ADL for saying Jews are not a unique race as she was referencing the Holocaust and saying that it wasn't a racial thing because Jews and uh, Europeans are both white. So you want to have your cake and eat it too, I guess, whatever. That's fine, but it doesn't make any sense. But what about the real so-called myth that they're claiming is an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory from Robert F. Kennedy Jr., that anybody would create biological weapons that are ethnically targeted? Like, that's the central claim that Robert F. Kennedy's make. Take out the actual races that he's talking about. Like, ignore the fact that you say Jews and Chinese and Caucasians and blacks. Caucasian itself is even a bizarre phrase I don't like using. Doesn't make any sense. Africans are Africans. Africans are from Africa. Asians are from Asia. Uh, Arabs are from Arabia. uh, And Europeans are Caucasian. It makes no sense. They're European. You can just use the term European. That's the phrase that it should use. I honestly think that the the phrase Caucasians, a mountain range in Iran, that they use to turn, it's like it literally is a psychological maneuver to bastardize all of European people. But that's beside the point. The central claim was that ethnically specific bioweapons have been created and that COVID-19 has the qualities of one. Now, we know that the lab leak theory is the most most likely origination of COVID-19. So you have to add that into account. But how long has this been going on? For literally decades. This story is from November 16th, 1998. Israel's ethnic weapon from Wired.com. Israel is reportedly developing a biological weapon that would harm Arabs while leaving Jews unaffected, according to a report in Sunday's London, uh, London's Sunday Times. The report, citing Israeli military and Western intelligence sources, says the scientists are trying to identify distinctive genes carried, out, carried by Arabs to create a genetically modified bacterium or virus, the ethnobomb. Israel is reportedly developing a biological weapon that would harm Arabs while leaving Jews unaffected. So again, this was all the way back in 1998. 
They say this ethnobomb is reportedly Israel's response to the threat that Iraq may just be weeks away, weeks away from completing its own biological weapons. The ethnobomb program is based on Israel's Nez Tayona Tizona a research facility scientists are trying to use viruses and bacteria to alter DNA inside living cells and attack only those cells bearing Arabic genes. So, of course, this has been, uh, again, going on for decades. It's just one of the various examples of this. China amplifies unsupported Russian claims of Ukrainian biolabs. This also references the claim that Moscow made that its invading forces have found evidence of hasty attempts to conceal biological weapons research in Ukraine And some of that research had to do with pathogens custom designed to target Russians and other Slavs. And this is from March 11, 2022, immediately after the invasion of Ukraine by Russia, where they were also referencing uh, this reality that you can and people have for decades engineered viruses to specifically target DNA signatures of certain ethnicities while avoiding others. We also did an extremely long interview about this like a week ago. We'll tell you about that on the other side. The globalists are only humans. Yeah, they have control of the central banks. They have a lot of power, but they can be defeated. But some of their operations are going to take decades to stop. But one thing you can do right now is take control of your body and your family's body by purifying the water that you drink and that you cook with. And you do it with the highest quality gravity-fed filter out there. This thing does 10,000 gallons. You can sit there and put hundreds of gallons through it a day. It purifies very quickly, and it cuts out thousands of chemicals to non-detectable levels. This is what I use, which my family uses. It's the very best system out there for the lowest price. For a limited time, 10% off on top of that exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com on the Alexa Pure water filtration system. In stock and replacement filters for folks that need those in stock. Get it today, and it funds the InfoWar. Don't procrastinate. This is one of the main areas we can take control of our lives and stop the globalists from hitting us with poison that they allow in the water supply. In some cases, they add to the water supply like fluoride. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. We'll open up the phone lines in the second hour. I've already spent way too much time on this Robert F. Kennedy Jr. thing, but really feel like it's worth it to get down into the nitty-gritty. Explain that, yes, this is real. Yes, they really do have the capability to design ethnically specific bioweapons. Yes, they, they really have been doing it for decades. 
And yes, COVID-19 seems to uh, bear some of the hallmarks that such a bioweapon uh, would evince. So we'll move on here to some some of the other overabundance of news that we have and videos. Two pages today. Two pages, our video list today. That's just what happens. But just finishing it up here, uh, again, I want to talk about like how how strange the reaction is to this. So I think that's one of the important things to to reference because, well, here's how Robert F. F. Kennedy puts it. How devious are the MSM attack dogs? Here's the question. New York Post, Levin Jonathan asked my press office, what do you say to critics who might think saying coronavirus was a bioweapon made to kill white and black but spare Jews might be anti-Semitic? He says, of course, saying that would be anti-Semitic, but I didn't say that. Levine is fabricating an opinion, attributing it to me, and trolling for scandal. And that really is the way that it works, right? You go, well, according to the data, uh, coronavirus has aspects to it that target some races over others. It looks like Chinese and uh, Ashkenazi Jews, as well as the Amish, are more immune, whereas Caucasians and blacks seem to be the most susceptible. Somebody hears that, it goes through the laundry machine in their head and comes out, so when you say that the Jews designed COVID to kill white people, don't you think that's anti-Semitic? It's just like, hey, did you hear that? Is that what you heard? Because there might be something wrong with your brain, my friend. I mean, there might be a little bit of uh, mismatched wires going on. Like there's something wrong with you that I am not responsible for. And again, he sort of, you know, I get that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. just makes what he thinks is just a factual statement because it is. And then he gets like called an anti-Semite from the ADL and the New York Times and just everybody's yelling this at him. So he feels the need to defend himself. Uh, I guess my tactic would be a little bit different. I would just be like, you know, so you're saying the study's wrong? Are you saying the study's wrong? Like what's your problem with the study? I I was referencing a study. So are you saying the science is anti-Semitic? What does that even mean? Just where in the science uh, have I gotten it wrong? Because – Everything I said was factually true. Like you don't need to, you don't need to respond to their claims of anti-Semitism. They're lies. Just like ninety-nine percent of the claims of anti-Semitism are lies, which is why nobody takes the claim seriously anymore. Which is why they're moving on now to the to the phrase "Jew hate." You'll start to see that crop up a lot more. They don't. They realize that anti-Semitism, like the term racism, has sort of run its course. Like nobody takes it seriously anymore because you have. People going, hey, George Soros just gave billions upon billions of dollars to the Democratic Party in an effort to sway our elections. I don't think I'm okay with that. And they're just like, oh, so you hate all Jews, huh? And it's just like, all right, this is ridiculous. How are we supposed to talk about real things if anything having to do with Jews is automatically considered anti-Semitic and you're not allowed to talk about? Like people are sick of this. It's a it's a played out talking point that. Not and it's, again, it's not all Jews that do this. It's things like the ADL that get all the other Jews like riled up by going, "Oh, they're anti. They're making anti-Semitic claims. It's you they're attacking. It's you. They're like using just regular Jews that live down the street from you and, and work at the car dealership as human body shields to like defend their evil actions. People like the ADL and George Soros and all the evil people that happen to be Jewish." use the normal Jews like body shields to, uh, like human shields to uh, protect themselves from criticism. And it's, it's played out and we're sick of it. So you can stop doing that now. And Robert F. Kennedy and people like him can stop responding to their claims of anti-Semitism and just go, look, I presented the facts. If you want to draw whatever conclusions you want, feel free. But again, I relate this to something like 
crime rates by race, right? Because you can sit there and go, look, here's, you know, per capita, blacks commit more crime than whites. Like, that's just a fact. That's just how it is. Then the left comes in and goes, oh, so you think that blacks are genetically disposed to crime. Oh, so you think that white people are superior to black people in every possible way and you want to destroy them and kill them. And it's just like, did I say any of that? No. In fact, I want the black community to be just as prosperous and successful and crime-free as the white community. That's my goal. And to get to that goal, we have to actually contend with reality. We have to actually understand the problem before we can solve it for the sake and benefit of black people just as much as white people. So they take just factual statements. They impose racism upon it in order to stop you from talking about the reality that's actually happening on the ground, uh, which is is uncomfortable to talk about, I guess, for some people. But if you're uncomfortable to talk about it, then expect to continuing continue experiencing it. So again, uh, Robert F. Kennedy sort of feels the need to defend himself against this, saying, by cynically leveling anti-Semitism charges, Levine devalues the term at a time when real anti-Semitism is rampant. Also, not something I would agree with. But again, this is like just the, the typical kind of response that's like, when you call me a racist, you're you're downplaying real racism, which is the real issue. And it's like just stop stop arguing on their terms. Stop fighting on the ground that they have laid. You can just ignore them. You can just completely ignore them and just go, anti-Semitism, what? Here's the study, dude. What are you talking about? What are you talking are you saying that because Ashkenazi Jews are less likely to get COVID that this was a plan and by design? I never said that. Although it's a possibility, maybe we should look into it. Is that an anti-Semitic thing to say? Because again, I try to just put myself in the, in the shoes of these people, and I don't understand their reaction, right? The ADL says, and this is from an article from Michael Schellenberger that Robert F. Kennedy actually linked to, and uh, I believe spoke to Michael to, to you know, pr- provide his input in the research of this article. But the article from Michael Schellenberger is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. triggers overdue debate about China's secretive ethnically targeting uh, targeted bioweapons research. Oh, and again, we did actually uh, do a extensive interview last week about this exact thing. And I actually tweeted out the uh, little, a little segment of it uh, with, uh, with our guest, um, Brandon Weikert, where he says in no uncertain terms, like the Chinese are doing this. They are creating ethnically specific bioweapons using CRISPR gene technology, using DNA databases to hyper target certain, not just races or ethnicities, but you can even target bloodlines. You could target family members. You could target individuals. You could have a disease that spreads through the population with no symptoms, totally undetected until it hits a certain DNA specific biomarker. In other words, if you get somebody's DNA sample, you can actually tailor make a disease just for them, spreads through the human population without being detected until it gets to them when it, you know, reacts to their DNA marker and kills them or or causes them to get extremely sick. Like that's the level of specificity that you can now bioengineer diseases to actuate. But that's beyond the point. He quotes the ADL in this article. Michael Schellenberger quotes the ADL saying the claim that COVID-19 was a bioweapon created by the Chinese or Jews to attack Caucasians and black people is deeply offensive. An ADL spokesperson told the New York Post and feeds into xenophobic and anti-Semitic conspiracy theories about COVID-19 that we've seen evolve over the last three years. Again, they claimed it was racist 
to just say that COVID came from China, which it absolutely did. Now, the twist to that is that it was developed in China by American companies with the American DOD and American CIA deeply involved, as well as UK citizens such as Peter Daszak and, and EcoHealth Alliance. I mean, these people, like it, it, this, was a, this was an international effort, we might say, but it did come from China. It started in China. Just like totally undeniable that that happened. Yet, beginning of the disease, Nancy Pelosi was out there going, go hug a Chinese person. Go to the Chinese Day Parade because we are fighting against racism against Chinese people. It's just totally absurd. The fact is it came from China. Read into that what you will. But what I really don't understand is if this was the other way around, if Robert F. Kennedy said it appears as though white people designed a disease to, and again, he didn't even say this about Jews, but if he were to have said something as outrageous as white people designed a disease that targeted non-white people, would my response be, oh, that's deeply offensive. You're not allowed to talk about that. How dare you? No, my response would be, that sounds incredibly messed up. If that's true, I want to know about it. I want to get to the bottom of it because I oppose it with every fiber of my being. What a disgusting and horrific genocidal madness that would you know, cause people to both do that and then defend it. And that's what the ADL is doing. They're you know, seeing this fact, and instead of going, hey, if that's true, that's really bad. And if there are Jews out there that are uh, you know, creating diseases to target non-Jews, we're against that. They don't say they're against it. They don't, they don't say that. They say it's offensive and that you have to stop talking about it, which is very suspicious. Uh, we're going to open up the phone lines for your calls next hour. I remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com right now to take advantage of the Patriot Pride Month sale up to 60% off, plus double Patriot points on all of your top-selling products. And plus, you get to support an outlet like this that can talk about very sensitive topics like anti-Semitism and race uh, while knowing that we love everybody and we just want humanity to stop being destroyed by mad scientist psychopaths. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Many good-hearted people have strong emotions about the environment, and their emotions are so strong that they have been manipulated by a corrupt government to castrate themselves and castrate their own children to save the earth from climate change. This should teach us something about our emotions. They can blind us from logic and reason, and we all have them. 
This report is not a critique of the film The Sound of Freedom. I saw this film and I appreciate that it is bringing awareness to a subject that I personally have very strong emotions about. This report is about a clear red flag that people should be aware of so that we don't allow our emotions to blind us from logic and reason. According to MK Ultra whistleblowers, the CIA acquired children for Project Monarch by cataloging child pornography sent through the US mail. And the only thing that's changed since then is that the world has gone digital. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, or the NCMEC, went international in 1999. The ICMEC was launched by Hillary Clinton and Tony Blair, with Richard Branson acting as a founding sponsor. It has now partnered with law enforcement in over 150 territories, including Interpol and Europol. In 2009, the Clinton Global Initiative partnered with the Polaris Project, and by 2014, they created a global modern-day slavery database of organizations in 199 countries to monitor human trafficking. Also in 2009, Amber Ready Incorporated selected the Podesta Group, the infamous pedophile art collectors of the WikiLeaks Podesta email scandal, to be their PR company, where they were responsible for promoting Amber Ready's cell phone technology, which created a database of children so that if they ever were abducted, their information was already on file. Once this child database syndicate was launched, human trafficking increased. Within nine years, the human trafficking industry went from around $30 billion a year to $150 billion a year. Nearly all child pornography is processed and stored within this framework on foreign servers in Sweden. In 2014, President Obama assigned the task of how to manage this gathered intelligence data to John Podesta. The Clintons, the Podestas, and their friends are demonstrably involved on the criminal side of child sex trafficking. If this is news to you, I recommend my report from 2019, Are the Clintons Involved in Human Trafficking?, which is based on the well-researched article by Corey Diggs. And it is this group who manage and run Polaris, the ICMEC, and the NCMEC. And these are the same groups that Angel Studios, producers of The Sound of Freedom, are directing people to as a way to combat child trafficking. The billionaire who has been funding Tim Ballard's operation is Carlos Slim, who has also funded Hillary Clinton and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And if you believe that the Democrats are the problem, then I recommend you look into the Franklin cover-up and the Bohemian Grove. Pedophilia is how the hidden hand controls their politician puppets. Awareness of this horrific problem is good, and perhaps Angel Studios is unaware of who they are promoting. But if we think that the same NGOs whose efforts increased the child sex trade by 500% will somehow end child sex slavery, then maybe we are too emotional to think clearly. And that's a problem, because this same cabal is pushing a totalitarian surveillance state. They're already pushing the idea of microchipping your children to keep them safe. And without logic and reason, the people will demand it. 
and our children will be more enslaved than ever. All right, folks, that is the latest from Greg Reese. Find it at band.video. Angel Studios directing people to Clinton Podesta NGOs. Share that link right Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, second hour has begun here at American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. Lots of breaking news over the weekend. News continuing to break this Monday morning. And we'll bring you everything you need to know about what's going on in the world of politics, geopolitical reality, international warfare, trans kids, just all sorts of topics to discuss today invasion of Europe, some pretty stunning videos out of Poland and Germany over the weekend. We also have a new update to our ongoing segment, diversity ad nauseum. Because remember, diversity is our strength, which is why we're lowering standards across the board to achieve it. It's weird, but okay. We'll get to that in just a second. We also have some pretty interesting continued uh, attempts to discredit the Sound of Freedom movement. That video from Greg uh, Greg Reese that we just watched in the first five minutes references uh, Sound of Freedom and some suspicious ties there, but regardless, it's absolutely destroying at the box office on a very small budget, which is a very good thing to see as we want more of this type of content being made into the future to compete with the absolutely decrepit corpse of Hollywood that now stalks through our cinemas. Yeah. Trans trans kids. We have a lot to talk about on that in that regard as well. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines this hour. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call now at American Journal, and we'll take your calls as they come in. Just absolute, just absolute madness across the board here. Let's, I actually want to sort of go back to, oh, and I also should tell you that we will be joined in studio by Kent Heckenlively, the author of The Great Awakening, along with Alex Jones, the follow-up to his bombshell bestseller book, The Great Reset. It's called The Great Awakening, and we'll be joined in the third hour by Kent Heckenlively. So taking your calls until then. Call now. You won't, be, you won't be on hold too long as we'll go to your calls as quickly as possible. And while we're gathering calls, let's go ahead and do a selection of videos, shall we? Because at the beginning of that video from Greg Reese, he mentions the fact that most people are good. Most people want to do what's best. Most people want to contribute as much as they can to stop it, to stop the suffering of other people. And this is a you know, beautiful aspect of humanity. But it's also a very convenient aspect of humanity if you are some sort of criminal that wants to take advantage of that impulse. Climate change. And climate change is where this is really seen more than anything else. But, you know, before we, uh, 
before we do that, let's just see, can we just take a quick break? Can we just take a quick break from the politics, quick break from the MSM nonsense, quick break from the trans kids and all this sort of Let's just learn about gardening, shall we? Can we just learn about how to grow food and how to be stewards of the earth and, you know, just how to best grow the, the delicious vegetables to feed our families? Let's go now to uh, clip number 12 here, just for all the gardeners out there, all the people with green thumbs, in case you're, you're wanting to know how to get the best yield out of your plants, just, just, just revert back to the basics here. Just take a break from all this. Let's take a look now at uh, clip number 12. Arga is driving growth in the agricultural sector by adding carbon dioxide to increase production capacity and guarantee large, attractive flowers and vegetables such as cucumbers, tomatoes and lettuce. Using carbon dioxide fertilization increases yield by up to 30%. Ambient air has a carbon dioxide concentration of 400 ppm. This is sufficient for growing tomatoes and cucumbers, but as the plants, often grown in greenhouses, start to consume the carbon dioxide in the air at first sunlight, if the concentration of carbon dioxide is allowed to fall, growth is slowed down or halted. CO2 in greenhouses is very important because we get a better crop, a higher yield and better quality of the tomatoes. Additional carbon dioxide needs to be added to increase efficiency and to have the optimal yield. By keeping the carbon dioxide concentration in the greenhouse atmosphere in a range of 600 to 1000 ppm, the best growth rate can be expected. When extra carbon dioxide is added to greenhouse air, the tomato, cucumber and lettuce yield improves by up to 30% or even more. Cut flowers and potted plants also benefit from carbon dioxide fertilization. Carbon dioxide not only increases yield, but also produces an earlier harvest and improves plants' resistance to disease and pests. Isn't that incredible? So you've got greenhouses that are actually adding carbon dioxide. So the thing that the globalists are trying to decrease, I guess... These greenhouse operators are buying somewhere. I mean, where do you buy carbon dioxide from to add to your plants? But there he said that the ideal level of uh, CO2 in the greenhouse is somewhere between 600 ppm and 1,000 ppm parts per million. Now, right now on Earth, we're at about 400 ppm, so a little bit under what would be ideal for growing vegetables and plants of all type, anything with you know, chlorophyll and, and uh, the ability to make food from, from sunlight. A little bit strange that the people who are trying to save Earth are desperately trying to reduce this number to zero. That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm, I'm confused by this. So is Thomas Massey. Let's go to clip number 24. Here's climate czar John Kerry being confronted with these facts. Let's watch. Let's get back to the science of it. But it's not science. You're not quoting science. I, I, well, you're the science expert. You got the political science degree. Look, let me ask you this. Massey has a science degree from What's MIT, the by the way. Consensus on parts per million of uh, CO2 in the atmosphere. About 406, 406 today. Okay, 406. Are you aware? 350 of being the level that scientists have said is dangerous. 
Okay, are you aware? 350 is dangerous. Wow. Are you aware that since mammals have walked the planet, the average has been over a thousand parts per million? Yeah, but we weren't walking the planet. It, it, it's. Um, let me just share with you that we now know that definitively, at no point during the least the past 800,000 years has atmospheric CO2 been as high as it is today. The reason you chose 800,000 years ago is because for 200 million years before that, it was greater than than it is today. And I'm going to say for the record. Yeah, but there weren't human beings. I mean, there was a different world, folks. We didn't have 7 oh, billion people. So how did it get to 2,000 parts per million if we humans weren't here? Because there were all kinds of geologic events happening on Earth which spewed Did up. geology stop when we got on the planet? Mr. Chairman, I, I, this is just not a serious conversation. Your, your testimony is not serious. <laughs> I agree. So, I mean, I don't. I don't know how you interpret that other than John Kerry destroying his own argument, right? He's talking about how millions of years before humans were ever around, CO2 was massively higher than it is now. So how can us, you know, like obviously we weren't around to contribute to that. So naturally the amount of CO2 fluctuates throughout time. He seems to think that because humans weren't on earth while CO2 was so high, it was impossible for humans to exist with CO2 being that high, which is absurd. I mean, the people that work in these greenhouses where the CO2 level is that high uh, don't die because of it, and we wouldn't die either. In fact, the plants would uh, grow much, much larger. And also, you know, why do you think the, the dinosaurs were so... Everything was significantly larger back then, back before humans were around. Uh, for us religious people, it would be considered the pre-Diluvian period. And that's one of the interesting aspects to the heightened CO2 levels is some some of this phenomenon was first discovered by people who wanted to recreate the pre-Diluvian atmosphere. They said, what, what was the atmosphere like before the flood? And they recreated that in a greenhouse and found that plants just exploded, just massively uh, larger and, and more abundant. We'll be right back to talk a little bit more about it. InfoWars is a one-of-a-kind operation and so please go to InfoWars store and just make a donation. And you can make it one time or recurring. You have a little profile there, cancel any time. Every 15 days, every month, every three months, every six months, up to nine months, you can go in and every month or every week, whenever you want, you program it, you just click it and then you decide when you wanna make a donation. So please do that as well. That way we get 95% of it after credit card fees that are making 20, 30, 40% like we do on the products. But these really are amazing products. The big July 4th cell is going on right now. This is such a critical platform in the fight against the New World Order. The enemy's out in the open. We're vindicated. People are listening more than ever. But in this major recession going into depression and with supply chain breakdowns, I know it's hard. I know times are tough. So thank you for your support. But whatever you do, pray for the broadcast and share the articles and the videos. That you can do for free. And that's just as important as keeping us on air. So however God leads you in your heart to support us, please support us now. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. God bless you. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point-blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon, and that's why... 
today. It's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, there's a lot of actual problems that we have in this world, from crime to just our education system collapsing to demographic upheaval, replacing entire populations to uphold the economic Ponzi scheme that most Western countries rely on as, as a pension program. It's all totally absurd. And there's a lot of stuff to worry about. There's a lot of stuff that we could really use the government's good-intentioned intervention on. Protecting the southern border might be one of those things, but they're busy. The government's way too busy targeting inane nonsense for supposed climate change agendas. Here's the latest. Biden admin targets air conditioning refrigerants over climate concerns. The Biden administration has announced stringent new rules to reduce the use of coolants used in most air conditioning units and other appliances in the name of fighting climate change. With experts warning, it will likely mean Americans will have to pay more to stay cool. Yeah, it always it always costs you money to have to entertain these ridiculous interventions. So whether it's your gas stove or your air conditioning or your car, I mean, the Democrats are coming for you. They're coming for everything you own to make it centralized, to make it attached to the grid so they can shut you off, to use it as a surveillance technology. I mean, they're not even hiding it anymore. And all of this is predicated on climate change, which itself is a lie. I mean, all of it's a lie. It's one big giant scam, and it's not that complicated. It's not that hard to figure out. The problem that people have with it, I think, is is understanding that just because the people doing these things claim to have good intentions doesn't mean that their intentions are really good and doesn't mean that the interventions are positive whatsoever. And, you know, again, the, the Greg Reese report that we just showed started with this idea that it's the good nature of people that's taken advantage of. It's the fact that people really, really want to do good and they want to see evil destroyed and they want to save the planet from pollution. They're willing to go along with this, assuming that the people pitching these new interventions are on the the up and up. They're on the same level as them. The reality is these people are ruthless totalitarians that recognize that they can't just impose surveillance and restrictions on you and have you accept it without question just because, because they're like, we don't trust you, so we're going to limit everything you do. They have to couch it in the language of we're saving the planet in order to get you to go along with it. Stop being a fool. Stop being fooled by these people. In fact, let's go now to clip number 23. This is a, I guess, a reformed criminal. Somebody who, I guess, spent time in prison as a criminal actually talking about the fact that your good nature, your openness and trust 
is a is a vulnerability to be exploited. Let's watch. People are very, very gullible. People are too trusting. Uh, as a criminal, I learned to consider your humanity as a weakness to be exploited in the execution of my crimes. Your humanity was a weakness to be exploited in the commission of his crimes. He's spelling it out for you. In other words, your good nature, your wanting to trust people, you wanting to give people the benefit of the doubt, that gave me the opportunity to execute my crimes. You steal more with a smile than you can with a gun. If, you, if people like you, it's easier to steal from them because they feel like they're comfortable with you. It's uh, pretty simple, actually. And of course, at this point, it's not even hidden anymore. This video is from this weekend. Clip number 20, Kamala Harris just coming out and saying it. Let's watch. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. The children that you're not having because we reduced your population. Incredible. Now, the transcript of that provided by the White House uh, replaced population with pollution. They're like, oh, she meant to say pollution. She didn't mean to say population. But the people still cheered it, didn't they? She did say population, and the people, they didn't have the transcript. They heard her say population, and they, they cheered along with their own demise. It's pretty troubling. Kamal Harris didn't notice that that was an issue as she read it out loud. So very odd, very strange, very bizarre, but not really, because when you really look at this, you realize everything they're proposing has this, the real purpose is, is kind of out in the open. Right. And we can go to a couple videos to illustrate this. This is clip number 18. We've showed it before. But just to remind you what some of the interventions are that they're engaged in. Uh, let's go down to clip number 18. And the one final note I will uh, make is that if you think about the benefits of digital money, there are huge potential gains. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability, you know, um, units of central bank currency with expiry dates. You could have, as I argue in my book, a potentially better, and uh, some people might see it, or a darker world where the government decides that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things, but not other things that it deems less desirable, like, say, ammunition or drugs or pornography or something of the sort. And that is very powerful in terms of the use of a CBDC. Yeah, you know, uh, for, for the climate. You know, it's for the climate. I mean, is any, does anybody really fall for this? They're just like, yeah, we want to get rid of cash. We can track everything that you do and actually give the government veto power to decide what you're able to buy or not. And that's dependent on what you're buying, right? If you're buying something they don't want you to buy, then they can cut it off. Or if you as a person are trying to buy something that they don't want, other people can buy it. But you, you have a social credit score. It's tied to your bio uh, signature central bank digital currency, and they'll stop you from buying it, you know, in particular. And you're sitting there like, wait, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> What'd you just say? You're going to have digital currency that expires, so I can't have any savings, so I can't pass anything onto my children, so I have to spend everything. I have to live in this constant state of, of materialism, like purchasing things. Otherwise, the money just disappears, so I have to keep spending. You're forcing me to do that, and you're sur surveilling me and watching everything I do and determining whether or not I get the right to purchase what I want to purchase. Yeah, why, would I, be... why would I ever let you do that? And they're like, oh, you know, climate change. It's for climate change, though. Oh, no, actually, it's for climate change. It's just, it's a, ri it's a ridiculous, it's a ridiculous claim for them to make. But people have good natures, and they believe it. Uh, we have a, f a final video here. Let's go to clip number 
13, because the Bank of England is already prepared not just to have a central bank digital currency, but the method of, of transaction will be a chip underneath your skin. Let's watch. Have, like the Bank of England, already prepared their microchip implant RFID chip to be implanted under your skin. Um, and why is the sudden discussion about universal basic income from all the grassroots and inverted commas movements and billionaires? Oh, universal basic income is the bribe for you to accept the microchip. Well, there you go. A microchip, a bribe, a digital dollar. It's, it's all coming down. It's all there to control you, obviously, as they intervene on your air conditioning and your stove and your cars and the food that you eat. They don't want you eating meat. They don't want you uh, being able to travel. They want you not being able to leave your 15-minute zone. Oh, by the way, they're also forcibly shutting down the farms that have been family-owned for generations and replacing them with you know, centralized factories to turn cancer cells into meat. It's disgusting. It's dystopian. It's absurd. It's totalitarian and authoritarian. It has nothing to do with climate change which doesn't even exist in the first place. And if it did, it'd be a good thing because the plants need the CO2 to survive. Is it coming clear how absurd and nonsensical all of this is? The globalists are only humans. Yeah, they have control of the central banks. They have a lot of power, but they can be defeated. But some of their operations are going to take decades to stop. But one thing you can do right now is take control of your body and your family's body by purifying the water that you drink and that you cook with. And you do it with the highest quality gravity-fed filter out there. This thing does 10,000 gallons. Uh, you can sit there and put hundreds of gallons through it a day. It purifies very quickly, and it cuts out thousands of chemicals to non-detectable levels. This is what I use, which my family uses. It's the very best system out there for the lowest price. For a limited time, 10% off on top of that exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com on the Alexa Pure water filtration system in stock and replacement filters for folks that need those in stock. Get it today, and it funds the InfoWar. Don't procrastinate. This is one of the main areas we can take control of our lives and stop the globalists from hitting us with poison that they allow in the water supply. In some cases, they add to the water supply like fluoride. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be joined in the third hour by Kent Heckenlively, author of, along with Alex Jones, of The Great Awakening, Defeating Globalists and Launching the Next Great Renaissance, follow-up to The Great Reset bestseller, now available on Amazon. We're going to go out to your phone calls this segment. I'm... I mean, at least half of the stories that I've gathered for today, I'm not even going to get to. I'm just going through and setting aside the ones that uh, I'll save for tomorrow. But, of course, you can always find everything that we cover on a daily basis at our Substack, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com, or you can go to AmericanJournal.info to find links to all of our social media. Please do share those sites. And, of course, please do go to, Amer- uh, go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. The Patriot Pride Month sale is on. You're getting up to 60% off plus double Patriot points. And things are selling out, so go now if you want to get your best, the best price all year on some of these amazing bombshell, incredible, life-changing products. Infowarsstore.com. Thank you so much for that. Speaking of the audience and our reliance on you, let's go to the phone calls now. Nathaniel in Alabama is called in first. Thanks for calling in. Nathaniel, you're on the air. Harrison, how's it going? Good, thank you. How are you? 
Doing well, doing well. Good. I just wanted to uh, ask if you saw the uh, Fuentes rally last night. I feel like you're a secret groiper, but I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not exactly uh, a secret uh, groiper. I've, I've been pretty outspoken about my uh, support of uh, of Nick for a while. I, I saw clips from it. I didn't watch the full thing, but I, I went to bed too early. But I woke up this morning and uh, and saw some of the more inflammatory clips from it. It looked awesome visually. He's uh, he's right on the money. But yeah, I watched it. What, you, what what was your take on it? Awesome. I just think he's doing a really good job getting the. Uh getting a youthful audience, you know, all the other politicians are pulling like seniors, you know, and he's, he's out there with average age of 25, you know? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, uh, young, very dedicated men, uh, are his, are his followers. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's doing a, a pretty good job. I mean, you know, I have, uh, we have our differences, obviously we have things that, uh, we don't perfectly align in, but you have to, admire the effectiveness uh, that Nick has had. I mean, he's been on the Fresh and Fit podcast, getting hundreds of thousands of views, live viewers in the in the thousands. Yeah, uh, that was I, an awesome one. Yeah, I saw people, uh, I did see a lot of people, you know, posting the video to the, the Rumble stream of his speech and other people underneath it going, Rumble is juicing its numbers. There's no way that there's that many people watching. Nick's incredibly <laughs> popular, you know, r- regardless of, uh, of what you say. Again, you know, Sometimes he says things. I'm just like, ah, it's a little too far, dude. But you know, far be it from me to uh, to criticize him. Clearly, he's uh, having a major effect and making major waves, and he uh, he's doing something. He's certainly doing something. So yeah, I, I watched some of the clips. Uh, nothing I thought that I would uh, bring to the show today, but interesting stuff. Uh, thank you for the call, Nathaniel. Let's go to Nina in Kansas City. Uh, you say you're not you're not sure how you feel about RFK yet. Thanks for calling in, Nina. You're on the air. Well, okay. So hi. hi. Um, so um, well, I love everything he's saying, right? But I don't trust people. Um, we just have to watch out who is going to be funding his campaign in large numbers. Then we'll know who he really will work for. Because time and time again, we've been told, "Oh, we're going to do this," but then look. Blue Cross and Blue Shield just gave him a boatload of money, and now he's passing policies, you know, um, of what Blue Cross and Blue Shield want. So all I'm saying is I love everything that man has to say, but here's another thing, the climate change thing. Anybody who's fun, be real. Um, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't, we can't, sorry, we can't use words like that, Nina, because we are on terrestrial radio, and we have to adhere to the... Uh, FCC guidelines. Uh, so I, I got to I got to cut you off there. Please don't use any four letter words that because uh, that can be a problem. Uh, but I, I get exactly what you're saying. However, I think like you got RFK uh, Jr. out there like saying that just like Trump, it's like you can't say these things and also be on the inside like nobody on the inside, Trump included, goes after the pharmaceutical companies like RFK Jr. does. And to me, you know, anybody who is you know, thinking that this is somehow sort of some like secret double play, like that's not the way that these massive organizations operate. Nobody at Pfizer is out there going, let's have somebody go out and expose all of our secrets and talk about how evil we are because then we'll control them. No, they don't want that truth coming out. So if he's telling that truth, it's tangible evidence that he's not controlled and is saying things that 
people don't want him to say. So I think, uh, and, and you know, he's changed his rhetoric on climate change quite a bit. I think originally he was sort of fully on board with the climate change agenda, thinking that, you know, we we're saving the earth, but, and people will bring up videos of him like a decade ago saying stuff like that, saying, oh, we should jail people that don't believe in climate change. But I think he's been sort of awoken to the reality at this point. He recognizes that, sure, you can want environmentalist policies. You can want to save the earth. You can be concerned about humans' impact on the earth. But the current policies, as pushed by the World Economic Forum and their their agents, has nothing to do with saving the earth. It has everything to do with hijacking that impulse to enslave humanity. And I think RFK Jr. Uh, gets that now. Uh, final thoughts, Nina, just... Try not to uh, say anything we have to censor. Go ahead. I'm so, 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 so sorry about that. That's all right. So I think the only way he can get through and make it, make anything happen for us and our world is through executive order, executive order, executive order, because nobody on you know either side is going to let him pass anything. So yeah, well, I, and, I mean, whether they even let him become president is another question, but thank you for that, Nina. I... I like everything he says as well, but, you know, still Trump train uh, full steam ahead for me. Uh, since we're on the topic, let's go now to Jerry in Pennsylvania, who wants to talk about the uh, racial ethnic targeting aspect of COVID. Thanks for calling in, Jerry. You're on the air. Hi, Harrison. Good show. Thank you. Uh, no, I heard you speak. I got on late and I heard the tale end that you were mentioning RFK, mentioned something about that certain sect of Jewish. Um, individuals that were immune to the disease. And I automatically thought of Alex's friend who passed away, Dr. Zelenko, who's been on your uh, your show too, I believe, a number of times. But yep. that man spoke specifically about that sect of Jews and how they weren't affected. And it was wherever he lived, the Bronx or wherever the hell it was, he, he mentions that one neighborhood that was not affected at all. That guy, uh, you know, it's amazing when somebody does tell the truth about something like that. Everyone just jumps on him like you were talking about. Everybody, for the most part, is a pretty good guy. But we listen to these people divide us, and they start all this negative stuff up, and it's insanity. Yeah. You know, a couple of years back, I was telling the gentleman that answered the phone on Fox News, Harris Faulkner was interviewing um, Newt Gingrich with like two or three other Fox contributors. And he said to Harris, he said, you know, if you want to get rid of, and I'm surmising this, I don't know, you know, exactly, but he said, if you want to get rid of a huge chunk of evil in this world, all we have to do is confront and get rid of George Soros and his son. And she shut him down. She said, oh, you can't talk about George Soros. He's anti-Jewish, you know, and all the other contributors did too. It was as if they'd been told, you can't talk about George Soros. Well, yeah. everyone knows, and that's that's why there's, no, there's and, nothing's ever going to change in this and that's, country. And that's the, the and that's people. the absurd thing that we always point out that. And again, it's not saying that that George Soros is a is a Nazi in the sense that he believes in the German super race and blah blah blah. He was a literal Nazi collaborator. I mean, it's the most absurd thing ever that you have these Jewish organizations and Jewish individuals and non-Jewish individuals going, you can't talk about George Soros. He's the hero. It's anti-Semitic talk about George Soros. Meanwhile, he may have very well loaded your Jewish family into a cart, into a train cart in Hungary to be shipped off to a concentration camp. It's so absurd. 
that they use claims of anti-Semitism to shut down discussion about George Soros, who, by the way, is an atheist, doesn't even call himself religiously Jewish. Uh, but, you know, again, I guess we have to determine whether Judaism is a race or a, or a religion. I mean, it's also convoluted and nonsensical. It's there to disguise, not illuminate the truth. Thank you for that call, Jerry. We'll be back on the other side with more of your phone calls. Don't go anywhere. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. The globalists aren't just targeting us through the poison shots or the electromagnetic 5G or the GMO crops. They're hitting us with hundreds of chemicals that the EPA has authorized companies and industry to use. One of the top pesticides used is atrazine. The allowable level the government admits that they allow to be in your water supply is enough to sterilize you and basically turn your son into a feminized mutant. Look it up. Don't let them do this to your family. We have the very best gravity-fed filter system out there. Highest rated at half the price of leading competitors. The Alexa Pure, ready to ship to you right now. We have replacement filters for folks who have already gotten it. It does 10,000 gallons before you replace them. It is amazing. It's great for your home, your business. You can put swamp water in it, tap water, whatever, well water. Almost everything's contaminated. This is how you take control of the fluids in your body and counter the globalist onslaught. Get yours today at InfoWorkStore.com. For a limited time, we're running a 10% discount. That is a huge discount to start the lowest price out there you need this filter you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video all right folks welcome back infowarsstore.com is where you go to support mission for truth just truth that's all complicated really I know the truth offends people sometimes but that's not my problem not my fault it's a lot of uh, guilty consciences out there that's how I see it well go out to your phone calls once again this segment before we're joined in the third hour by Kent Heck and Lively co-author of The Great Awakening it's pretty incredible videos to show you as well we'll start the next hour with a segment by a Twitter account called The Researcher at listen underscore the number two learn. Very, very good account to follow. Just quickly, I want to I touch on this. We, we have sort of an ongoing theme, a, a recurring segment here at American Journal. I like to call it diversity ad nauseum. In other words, diversity until it makes you sick. Diversity regardless of the cost. Now, we often hear that diversity is our strength, which conflicts with the reality in that in order to achieve diversity, it seems as though you have to lower standards much of the time. 
Now, what diversity even means is dependent on who's saying it. As for the majority of the mainstream who uses the term diversity, what they mean is not white people, specifically not white, straight, Protestant, Christian men. Anything else is diverse. If it's all if it's all black, if it's all straight black Christian men, that's still diverse. Still extremely diverse because there's no white people in it, of course. This is the way the diversity is often used. But it's it's a common and reoccurring theme that you have headlines like this from the 14th of July this year. Cambridge schools divided over middle school algebra. That's a innocuous headline, isn't it? Cambridge Public Schools no longer offers advanced math in middle school, something that could hinder uh, his son. This is talking about a guy named uh, Martin Undergaard. His son Isaac from reaching a more advanced classes like calculus in high school. So Udengard is pulling his child, a rising sixth grader, out of the district, weighing whether to homeschool or send him to private school where he can take Algebra 1 in middle school. Udengard is one of dozens of parents who recently have publicly voiced frustration with a years-old decision made by Cambridge to remove advanced math classes in grades 6 to 8. The district's aim was to reduce disparities between low-income children of color who weren't often represented in such courses and their more affluent peers. Some families and educators argue the decision has had the opposite effect, limiting advanced math to students whose parents can afford to pay for private lessons, like the popular after-school program Russian Math, or find other options for their kids, like Udengard is doing. It's just sort of the perfect example, right? Because again, who wouldn't be in favor of uplifting all the students? That's not what happens, though. In order to bring about equality, they are limiting the overachievers, not uplifting the underachievers. And it's just across the board. It's just, it just happens over and over again. So this is just the latest example of this. Gee, there's, there's more white and Asian people in Algebra 1 than there are black and Hispanic people. Better get rid of Algebra 1. Better just have all of our middle school students wallow in unexceptionalness because for some people to be exceptional makes other people feel bad. And it's completely... It's completely and utterly absurd. And this is from somebody who, uh, frankly, failed out of Algebra 1 in middle school. I don't like math or science, so I didn't do my homework. So I, I got kicked back to the regular class with all of the minorities. And it's, it's actually not a joke. I mean, anybody who went to public school at the time I did, around the you know 2000s, I graduated in uh, 2008. Like, yeah, there's a distinct racial disparity between advanced classes and non-advanced classes. Do you want to solve that? Sure, we can have programs try to correct that. We can try to, you know, fix that. But to get rid of the advanced classes is just cutting the legs off everybody, right? It's like, instead of, you know, if you want equality of height, you should put stilts on short people, not chop the legs off of tall people. But that's just me. There's another example of this. Black and Hispanic New Yorkers who failed the teacher's test strike a $1.8 billion deal in New York settlement. Roughly 5,200 black and Hispanic ex-Big Apple teachers and once aspiring educators are expected to collect more than $1.8 billion in judgments after the city stopped fighting a nearly three-decade federal discrimination lawsuit that found a certification exam was biased. Why was it biased? Well, because more white and Asian people passed it than black and Hispanic people. Is that evidence of bias? No, obviously not. 
It's evidence of a disparity, but disparity is not evidence of bias. But I guess if you just, you know, wear down the system enough, eventually they just give in to you. And now these people who simply failed a test that they had to pass to get a job. Sorry, you didn't pass the test. You can't have the job. The test isn't racist. I'm not racist for giving you the test. It's just you didn't achieve the number score that you could have achieved. Now they're receiving over $2 million, $2 million settlement for an individual, one Herman Grimm, 64 of Queens. That was the biggest judgment to date, a jaw-dropping $2,055,383. Absolutely mad. Absolute madness. It's absolute madness. So now they're paying almost $2 billion to settle the case of racial disparities. Because remember, diversity is our strength, which is why we lower standards across the board to achieve it. Makes no sense, but nothing else in this world does either. With that, we got to your phone calls. Let's go now to, uh, since we're on the RFK topic, a lot of people have called in about that. Let's go to uh, William in Arkansas. Or I'm sorry, uh, yeah, we'll go to William first. Tove in Ontario is next. Uh, William, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Oh, thank you for being there. I don't want to see this, the vote split between RFK and Trump. Most important thing out there is to get rid of this deep state. Uh, it's a danger to all humanity, including uh, AI and all these bioweapons, which were supposed to be outlawed after World War I. Uh, Trump and Kennedy need to set their egos aside. I've had to do so my whole life working as a nurse and a technician under the leadership of PhDs in the OR that thought they were brighter and smarter. And yeah, you're the surgeon that doesn't make you the smartest. I've seen a lot of idiots and a lot of, seen a lot of smart people have brain parts. Uh, but the most important thing is to get rid of the deep state. Um, don't split the vote. Set your egos aside. If Kennedy would run as a vice president, he could really learn how to evacuate the deep state you know, they say drain the swamp. My mindset is to bleed the swamp. Um, you know, I'm talking, you're talking to an infantry soldier who has sat back and watched his fellow countrymen allow $400 million to go under the table to our enemies. Yeah. Now, that's it's trying to kill me and my fellow soldiers. And if anybody talks about it that way, you're shut down and looked at as weird. No, we I, I love. I, I, I was talking about that last week. That when you when you get a veteran on the line, they just have this way of looking at things. That's like it's clear cut. And again, I don't have the experience, but I can I can empathize and I can understand that. Like if you have experience with like that guy's trying to kill you, kill him first. Not not much more cut or dry than that. And uh, then that mindset sort of gets imported to the civilian world so much, which is accurate it's a it's a good mindset it's a mindset you should have you go these people are trying to destroy us we should destroy them point blank i don't need to worry about their feelings they're trying to kill me i mean it's it's very simple and i, I completely agree uh, i'm sorry to cut you off william but your your calls are always very right. good and, and I, I i completely i completely agree with you i would love to see an rfk trump ticket i'd love to see it outside of the republican and democrat paradigm one's a republican one's democrat why don't they get together and make a third party and dominate that'd be amazing i would love that let's go now to Tovin, ontario you say rfk is uh, not anti-semitic i agree with you explain why thanks for calling in tove you're on the air uh hi harrison good morning you sound a lot better this week uh just a couple quick things last week i was on the air with you and matt baker and I think it got misunderstood that I'm a news anchor. I just meant I was anchoring the northern border, helping protest here on the Windsor-Detroit border. 
Yeah, you got you got cut off, and, and we got the the wrong message. But we have about a minute left here, Tove. So, uh, what, okay, are your, what are your thoughts quick. on RFK? Okay, well, I just want to say this. Uh, pertaining to that, I got a big argument with my uncle, who's a lawyer. Also, I am a Jew, and he uh, it was about Soros, uh, Zelensky, and Bloomberg, and he says, "Oh, he called me anti-Semitic because I'm ca- I, I guess the bottom line is I'm calling out their bad beef. We're calling out their bad behavior. I'm an anti-Semite. Now, these are like horrible people. Yeah. You shouldn't hide behind the fact that, like you said, uh, what's his name? Soros, he's an atheist. He, and he was uh, carting off Jews to the, uh, on the trains. All of them are bad in their own way. So with RFK, there's no way. Of course they're targeting. That's, uh, that's the uh, state of the art of science, that they can target individual uh, people with um, viruses. A hundred percent. Thank you so much for the call, Tove. We, we got to go to break now, but I completely agree with you. And then, of course, Alex yesterday was pointing out how Israel really got the brunt of the lockdown measures. I mean, it's not about Jews and non-Jews and a lot of Jews. Yeah, they use regular Jews as uh, body shields uh, to protect themselves. It's, it's outrageous and ridiculous. Yeah, they're evil people. InfoWars is a one of a kind operation. And so please go to InfoWars store and just make a donation and you can make a one time or recurring you have a little profile there, canceling time. Every 15 days, every month, every three months, every six months, up to nine months, you can go in and every month or every week, whenever you want, you program it. You just click it, and then you decide when you want to make a donation. So please do that as well. That way we get 95% of it after credit card fees that are making 20, 30, 40% like we do on the products. But these really are amazing products. The Big July 4 sale is going on right now. This is such a critical platform in the fight against the New World Order. The enemy's out in the open. We're vindicated. People are listening more than ever. But in this major recession going into depression and with supply chain breakdowns, I know it's hard. I know times are tough. So thank you for your support. But whatever you do, pray for the broadcast and share the articles and the videos. That you can do for free. And that's just as important as keeping us on air. So however God leads you in your heart to support us, please support us now. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. God bless you.